Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Today we've got a crazy story of revenge against a stepsister. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, I got my roommate evicted and took her pet. I met the worst nightmare of my life after college. This nightmare was in human form, and we lived together. I got a job in a new city after college, and I hurriedly moved away from my hometown where I'd lived nearly all my life. The only time I lived away from my hometown was in college. Even in college, my hometown wasn't so far away. My mom and stepdad visited me every so often in college. I was never really far from home until I applied for a media job in the city and got it. I didn't expect to have gotten that job. Yes, I graduated college with excellent grades, but I didn't have the needed exposure. I had never worked in the media, even though I had a passion for it and always did. My mom, stepdad, and half-siblings were excited that I got the job, even though they hated that I would be so far away. I was going to miss them too, but I badly wanted the job and was glad to be leaving. For one, I'd never lived or worked in a big city, and I looked forward to it. Secondly, my stepdad worked really hard to pay for my college tuition, and I wanted to make enough money so I could repay him by putting as much as I could into my sibling's college fund. My stepdad deserved that. I didn't have a good relationship with my dad, but my stepdad had been the only dad I ever knew. He was there for me in every way a father could be there for his child, and I adored him for it. I was going to find an apartment before moving to the city, but a friend from college invited me to move in with her at her parents' house. Her parents lived in the suburbs, and even though it was a bit farther than where she worked in the city, it was better than living in hotels until I could find a place. I thanked her and moved in with them. It was a small house, but everyone minded their business and respected the space of one another. I stayed with my friend in her bedroom and slept on a makeshift bed while I looked for an apartment. It was certainly a lot harder to rent a place in the city than it was back in my hometown. I remember crying one day as I rode the bus to work, and while my friend and her family tried their best to make me comfortable, I still wasn't comfortable in my- I still wasn't comfortable in their home. My friend's room was too tiny to house the two of us, and I was sure she wanted her space and privacy too. It was hard enough getting a vacant place to rent, but sometimes I would get a vacant spot and the landlord would reject my application. It was getting very frustrating. My friend advised me to consider getting a place where someone already lived so we could be roommates, but I refused. I had heard different stories about terrible roommates and I didn't want that. All through college, I lived with my cousin and we had a fantastic time living together since we grew up together anyway. Her mom worked out of the home and would bring her over to my house, where my mom would watch us both. My mom had always been a stay-at-home mom. My friend suggested many times to find someone who already had a house and needed a roommate. It was the only way to get decent housing at an affordable price. Eventually, I agreed with my friend's suggestion and was on the lookout for someone who needed a roommate. I didn't want a total stranger, so I talked to co-workers and asked them to please let me know if they knew anyone who was looking for a roommate. Luck smiled at me, or so I thought, when one day I was at an art exhibition and I met an artist, a young woman who was just about my age. She looked like the stereotypical artist. She was wearing a pair of very baggy jeans, a big white shirt that was stained with some sort of paint used for drawing, 
I learned later on that it was deliberate. Her shirt was tucked in the jeans and she wore grey collared sneakers. Her hair was ruffled but she didn't look unkempt at all. I love art so I found an artistic reason for her scattered hair and paint stained shirt. I smiled at her and asked if the painting before her was her work. No, it belongs to my mentor. I nodded and my disappointment may have shown because she quickly mentioned her mentor's name. A famous artist. One I'd admired since I was in college. Oh my goodness, I exclaimed. I love her. You're so lucky to be her mentee. She smiled faintly. Are you also an artist or a student? I shook my head and wore a fake sad face. Unfortunately, I'm not. That's the one talent I wish I had, but I don't. She said, so you're an art lover then? I said, yes, I love art. She smiled and told me about how her mentor agreed to take her in and teach her. She majored in economics in college, but that was only because it was what her parents wanted her to study. After graduation, she abandoned economics and chose to focus on making art. We spoke briefly about how parents can be very controlling and try to mold their kids into what they want them to be, rather than explore what their children want to be. She told me about how her dad cut her off financially when she turned down a job he managed to get her into in a financial institution and chose instead to pursue art. I felt bad for her and revealed to her how my stepdad was disappointed when I told him I wouldn't be pursuing a career in law. He was disappointed, but he supported me when I chose media and communications instead. I felt bad for her. I knew how far the support from my stepdad and mom had gotten me. We were still talking when a large, grey-haired man called out to her. She shot me an apologetic look and walked up to the large man. I remember thinking, wow, that has to be the deepest conversation I've had with anyone since I came to the city. That was true. The city was way too different from my hometown. Everyone moved differently and they moved fast too. Even at work, there was hardly any time to connect with my coworkers. Everyone had somewhere to go and something to do. People hardly ever even just chat about the weather. It was refreshing to meet someone who could just chat freely. It reminded me of home and I kept looking around for her so that I could take her number later. I was sure that I wanted to be friends with her. I saw an interesting sculpture and went over to see it. It was a huge bird sculpture with nails. It was magnificent. I looked at it for so long that I forgot to keep an eye on her. When I went back to the last place I'd seen her, she wasn't there. I looked around for her and still didn't see her. I returned home that day feeling a bit sad about it. The friend I lived with was on a work trip, so when she returned I mentioned the girl I met at the art gallery to her and admitted to her that I felt bad about not seeing her again before leaving. Why not look for her at her mentor's art gallery, my friend offered. My face lit up, and I was surprised that I hadn't even thought of that. That's a great idea, I beamed. My friend rolled her eyes. I don't think you were this excited about me when we met. I laughed and hugged her. That night, I decided to go to the art gallery on a Thursday, but I wondered if it was a good idea. What if she didn't want to see me? What if she didn't even think about me after that day? When I shared my worries with my friend, she rolled her eyes and laughed at me. Hey, why are you overthinking this? You're not going to ask her out, are you? She laughed again. That Thursday, I went to the art gallery to see if I could find her. She was right at the entrance, arranging small bottles of paint. Hey, she called out to me as soon as she saw me. I told her I had wanted to get her contact the last time we saw each other, but I forgot to. She invited me inside to see her works and we talked about them for a bit. I noticed that she wasn't in a very good mood and asked her what had happened. My roommate bailed on me, she said. 
I know she did that deliberately to hurt me. She knows I need a roommate. I can't afford to cover the rent alone. I didn't think too much about it. I just smiled and told her I was looking for a roommate too. We were so happy and I think she did a little dance. I asked when I could come over to see the house and she said it wasn't a good time. Her things are still in some places but this weekend is fine. Now, I suspected the reason she didn't want me to come over was that she didn't want me to see what a dirty person she was. That weekend, I went to the apartment and met some guys wearing shirts from a cleaning agency cleaning. I thought I'd have professionals clean the house since she left, she told me. Less than a week later, I moved to our apartment and I was ready to have lots of fun living with my roommate. I soon saw why my roommate's ex-roommate ran out on her. She was the dirtiest person ever. She left her things all over the living room and even the kitchen. It was just ridiculous. I was used to messy people. My stepdad wasn't the cleanest person. My mom cleaned after him all the time. I had three younger siblings who would leave the house looking like an earthquake happened, and my mom made me clean after them all the time. However, my roommate's untidiness was shocking. Even for me, who was used to people being untidy. She could leave her heels in the kitchen and her purse in the kitchen sink. She never cleaned out the dining area after cooking. It was simply horrible. She also never wanted to talk about how untidy she was. I'm just not an organized person, she would say. With more conversations with her, I soon found out that she was a spoiled brat. Her parents never made her do anything and she was used to being taken care of. To top it all off, she had a dog who she never took care of. I felt sorry for the dog all the time. She always looked unkempt, dirty, and unfed. One day when she went to work, I took her dog and gave her a proper bath. I also fed her and ensured she felt good. My roommate was mad when she returned. She had a full-blown meltdown. I know what you're trying to do, she screamed. You want her to like you more than she likes me. I ignored her because I didn't even know what response would be appropriate. If she cared so much about the dog, why not take care of her and ensure that she ate well? I soon noticed that my roommate was a complete psycho. Her boyfriend came over one day and she was not in the house. She'd informed me that she was going to a store in the area to buy some home supplies. I told her boyfriend this and he said he would wait. While he waited, I sat on the couch reading a novel. My roommate came in later and she went into her room with her boyfriend. Minutes later, her boyfriend ran out screaming. She was holding a small pocket knife and crying. I know you like her, she kept saying. When I saw the knife, I was alarmed and jumped up. Apparently, my roommate had accused her boyfriend of liking me. Naturally, after what happened, he broke up with her. She came to my room that evening, knocking loudly on my door, calling me names like who are, witch, and seductress. The last straw was when one night, she came in wearing my dress. I asked her why she was wearing my dress, and she replied that she just borrowed it. It looks more flattering on me if we're going to be honest, she said. I was pissed. I knew I had to leave that apartment. I went back to telling people at work that I needed an apartment. A senior colleague mentioned to me that she and her husband were looking to rent out their guest room and invited me to come and see it. I went over to their house when I could and I loved the place. I loved it even more because I wasn't going to share it with anyone. While I was still at theirs, an idea came to my mind. I asked my colleague and her husband if they didn't mind me bringing a pet. What pet? Her husband asked a dog. They said, oh, that's fine. We love dogs. I excitedly planned my exit from the apartment and patiently waited for my rent would elapse. While waiting, my roommate gave me heck. 
she was just annoying and for no reason. The fact that I did nothing but ignore her tantrums emboldened her even more. She had no boundaries whatsoever. She wore my clothes, used my makeup, and even stole from me. Before the weekend I was to leave, I wrote an email to the lawyer telling him about my roommate and her dirty habit. I promised him that if he let her live in the apartment for two more months, she would ruin the house with her penchant for destruction and her terrible lack of maintenance. The landlord emailed me back assuring me that he would send an eviction as soon as possible. I arranged to have my things picked up on a workday. On my way out, I reached out to the dog, she came to me, and I took her along with me. Ever since I took her, she's looked a lot happier, chubbier, and cleaner. My roommate tried to get me arrested, but I threatened to report her for animal abuse too. Anyone who saw how lean the dog was would agree with my decision to take her with me. She was only keeping the dog to fulfill her need for love. I had almost forgotten that I sent an email to her landlord when he sent me an email to thank me for writing to him and informing me that they had just sent her a letter of eviction. That was how I got back in my psycho roommate. Yeah, it's really no wonder why that original roommate moved out of there and honestly for the dog's sake and as a dog lover, thank you to OP for taking care of that dog. Whether OP took them in and took care of them properly or reported them and got that dog taken to some kind of shelter would have been better than dealing with that situation it was in. That said, our next story is, I took revenge on my abusive stepsister. I come from a family of four. There's my stepdad, my mom, and my stepsister. We both attended the same school. Although my stepsister was two classes ahead of me, people referred to us as twins. Truth be told, we weren't as close as people thought us to be, or rather, we weren't even close at all. We were living just fine. At least we didn't lack the necessities. My mom worked as an assistant manager of a store that sold baby stuff. And When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. My stepdad worked as an accountant. I was 16 and my stepsister just clocked 19 a few days ago. We rarely got along with ourselves. My stepmom was already fed up with our squabbling and bickering. We fought over the littlest things never shared our belongings, and never stayed long in a particular place without causing a heck of a ruckus wherever we went. All this while, everyone thought I was the unruly one. However, what they weren't aware of was that my stepsister was abusive and manipulative. She would do bad things and blame it on me. She would feed our parents lies about me, and I would be filled with anger because no one believed me. I was the little sister who refused to be good. Well, just when everyone thought our fights couldn't be any more worse, we gave them a shock. Our fuss started when we all moved to a new home. My mom thought it wise that we attended the same school. The reason is that she wanted my stepsister around me in case I was being bullied. She also thought that this would improve our bonding and sisterly love if we walked back home together. 
But no, that isn't what my stepsister thought. She never hesitated to display her hate and fury towards me. It was as if she saw me as a threat. Threat to what? That? I don't know. Even while in school, she made me feel less of myself. With these, I was slowly losing my self-esteem. I became more withdrawn and only talked when spoken to. Our parents just thought it was part of growth and that I'd loosen up as time went by. Most times I'd be so hurt and admits tears, I'd question myself if I was adopted because it felt that way. Everyone dreamt of having a sister with whom they can share everything with, but my stepsister turned out to be a jerk, a heartless one at that. My stepsister was obviously beautiful and most times got petty favors in school, our neighborhood and even at home. No day passed by without her getting compliments of how beautiful she was. In school, she had flocks of friends. I didn't even know who her closest friends were. Everyone wanted to be around her, even the boys. She got lots and lots of attention wherever she went. On the other hand, I was the plain Jane. While I wasn't ugly, my beauty was nowhere near my stepsisters. She was the beauty queen and everyone wanted to associate with her. However, while my stepsister had beauty, I had the brains. I was so brilliant to the extent that I was frequently chosen to represent my school. Mathematics quizzes, spelling bees, spoken words, etc. were competitions I featured in. My sister wasn't a dumb dumb either. She never got below a C in her grades, but to be candid, I was way more intelligent than she was. I was the Einstein of the family, and she was the beauty queen. It was a fact that could not be overlooked. Sometimes mom would ask me to help her with calculations from the sales day book. Back at home, my sister never allowed me into her room. She always cheated me while sharing things. She was also manipulative. Each time I reported to our stepdad or mom, she always made the scolding eventually fall on me. As time went on, I decided to stop talking to our parents and decided to keep things to myself and swallow all of the insults and the abuse. Every day before she went to her store, Mom would assign chores to the both of us, but she would never do hers at all. She would threaten me and make me do all of her chores for her. At the end of the day, I would look exhausted and burnt out. What's worse? I wouldn't even get a thank you from her. She would make it look like it was my job to do all of the chores. Furthermore, while our parents were out, she would invite her boyfriend over and they would make out and do all sorts of crazy stuff. They would consume large amounts of groceries and she would make me take the fall for it. What can I do? I was the timid little sister and I couldn't muster up the courage to stand up to my stepsister. While she was merely two years older, it felt like there was a great gulf in our mentalities and our social skills. While she wasn't my match in academics, she totally outclassed me when it came to other skills. I felt like a baby that was just learning how to walk in front of her. Numerous experiences had happened that proved that point. One such experience that had occurred on a particular evening Mom was preparing to go shopping for groceries, so she called out to one of us to follow her. I scampered out of my room to follow my mom, and in seconds my sister came out too. Mom just stood looking at the both of us, then she finally spoke. She told me to get dressed as my denim was already faded. This angered my stepsister, and so she thought of a way to make me stay while she went in my stead. She told mom that I told her earlier I wasn't feeling too well and I needed rest. With this, mom didn't even wait to ask me. She told me to drink my water and take a nap till she came back, and that was how I stayed back. I was furious, but I allowed my fury to simmer, planning how I was going to pay her back. 
Another time, I was planning a science project with my friends, and we agreed to put in a certain amount of money. Therefore, I decided to get a piggy bank to save up the cause. I was excited and everyone could see the excitement on my face. I proceeded to save a bit of my stipend every day for my science project. I couldn't let my teammates down. Little did I know that my stepsister was watching my every move and she had a devious plan in her heart. I continued to save happily, waiting for the day I would use the money for my science project. Two weeks before the science project was due, I'd already gotten the needed amount, hoping for that long-awaited day to come. Little did I know that my older sister had been stealing my savings. Unknowingly to me, as I went to my piggy bank to take a little sum of my money to buy what I'd been saving up for, I found the box half empty. My heart skipped a bit as thoughts began to flood into my head. For a moment, I went blank and was short of words. Almost immediately, I came back to my consciousness and I ran towards her room. With impatience and fury, I banged on her door. She came out looking puzzled, wondering what was going on. She stood there in front of me waiting for an explanation. I felt a rush of adrenaline, and wanting to plunge at her, I withheld myself, and so I asked if she touched my savings. She burst into laughter. All over again, I began to fume. I waited for her to finish, and then she responded by saying she did with such brazenness I wondered where she got it from. She said she needed it without giving any tangible reasons as to why she took it behind my back. I was so hurt that I kept asking her why, but she slammed the door on me. I went back to my room and broke down in tears. I couldn't take it anymore. When my stepdad and mom came home from work, I told them about what happened and they called for her to come. When she did come, she had a wicked smirk at the corner of her lips. It was obvious she knew the reason she was called, and when they questioned her about it, she lied to them saying we just borrowed it. She would definitely return it. Deep within me, I knew she would not. So I tried speaking up, but my mom wouldn't let me. All they could say was she was my older sister and I shouldn't be selfish, and it was fine for her to borrow a bit of my money, since we were sisters. Thankfully, I was able to meet up the deadline for the science project. It was pretty obvious my parents were not seeing things from my perspective, and I was so pained. They never believed me. They saw our fights to be some sort of sister's daily misunderstanding. Each time I tried bringing up excuses for her in my head, but it just wasn't fitting in. And so, I continued to fall victim to my sister's manipulative acts. In school, she pretended to be caring. Everyone thought she loved me. She faked looking out for me. People saw us as the best of siblings, but we were far from being that. It was just as if she derived pleasure from being mean, heartless, manipulative, and wicked. An incident happened at school. There was a competition I needed to go to represent my school. Unfortunately, I wasn't present on that day. I followed mom to her workplace to assist her. A letter was sent home to me to be delivered by my sister. My older sister came home and didn't say a word about it. I noticed she was so nice, nicer than usual. I thought she had turned a new leaf, so I didn't take it to heart. The next day was a Saturday. We all stayed at home. Saturdays and Sundays were the only days we stayed at home. We usually had dinner together. We used Saturdays for cleaning up the house, both outside and inside, and doing the laundry. Sometimes mom went to church. My sister still didn't say anything about the letter to me. Then during dinner, she spoke about it. She said our school had given my parents a choice of picking which of us would be going for the competition. She manipulated my parents into thinking that she was suitable for representing our school, and so my parents bought into her idea. 
She also told them that she should be allowed since I had always been the one going. My parents didn't hesitate and they willingly agreed. They signed the letter attaching her name to it. On getting to school, she went to the office of the school's management and lied to them saying our parents said she should be the one to go. Of course, they couldn't question my parents' decisions, so they agreed. And that was how I lost my opportunity to my wicked sister. Fortunately for everyone, she did not disappoint when she went there. However, she made sure that no one suspected her of her unscrupulous activities, but yet she never stopped. She always had a way of twisting every situation in her favor. While everything was going on, I was scared of exposing her and ruining my mom's marriage. Therefore, I swallowed every abuse and insult. I loved my mom and I wanted her to be happy. My mom had not been happy ever since my dad died, and I didn't want to ruin the happiness she had found, even though my stepsister was making life difficult for me. Another incident occurred between my sister and I. I was at the kitchen counter taking a sip of the tea I made lazily. Dad and mom were having chit-chat about irrelevant things in the living room. My older sister was in the laundry room on the phone, I guess? Then a call came in for dad. Mom stood up to attend to other things. I went to my room to relax when I heard mom call on my older sister who was still on her phone. Usually she's always the one being sent errands, but that particular day she wore a frown. I heard a knock on the door and I rushed to check who it was. It was my neighbor's daughter. We were both of the same age and attended the same school. She was in the same grade as well and often came over to see me and I loved her company. She was very playful. Mom liked her because she was respectful. My sister didn't like her because she was my friend. She came to remind me of a party we were supposed to hang out at together that evening. Mom never allowed me to go to parties. My older sister didn't have any restrictions. I guess it's because she was older. Somehow my sister got to know of it. How she knew, I don't know, and she also knew I intended to sneak out. So while we chatted about school, my sister came in asking me to run an errand mom sent her. I declined, but she threatened to tell our parents my plans for that evening. My friend just watched silently. It was obvious she wanted me to do what my sister wanted so we could go to the party, and so I accepted. Mom told her to trim the flowers in the yard and water them. A deal is a deal, so I did just what my sister wanted in exchange for her not telling mom about it. But my sister didn't keep to her word. When it was about time for me to sneak out, I overheard her tell mom about it, and mom called me. I had to quickly take off my clothes and go answer her. She sternly warned me not to leave home. I became gloomy for the rest of the day. I knew my friend would have been so upset after waiting in vain for me. Of course, why won't she be? But there was nothing I could do and I couldn't disobey mom. My stepdad rarely talked, but mom did all the scolding and spanking. At this point, I felt I had had enough. I wanted revenge and I was going to serve it hot. I decided to forget the consequences and expose everything she had been doing. I made a plan with my fellow science geeks and they decided to help me. We made tiny little cameras with speakers and planted them all over the house. Her room, my room, the kitchen, the laundry room, and the sitting room. I was prepared for the ultimate showdown between us. As usual, she didn't disappoint as she took the bait barely three days after we'd planted cameras. First, she had brought her boyfriend home and she threatened me to keep it quiet. Outwardly, I pretended to be timid, but I was laughing wickedly inside my heart. She had finally taken the bait. The next day after she brought her boyfriend, she'd also made me do her portion of the chores. I kept on doing them because I knew her retribution was very close and no one could save her from it. 
The cameras also showed when she entered my room to steal my money, which I had intentionally left on my bed. On Saturday, I told my parents I had something to show them while smiling wickedly. They wondered what it was. I smiled, brought my laptop, and pressed play. I had organized the video, and everything was in order. They saw everything my stepsister had been doing to me, and they were shocked. My stepsister was scared because she wasn't expecting me to deal with her so badly. My parents scolded her, took away all of her privileges, and grounded her. My friends also uploaded the video to the school website, and everyone saw how devious and wicked she truly was. She lost all of her friends, even her boyfriend broke up with her. I finally had my revenge, and it was worth it. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.